Hello and welcome to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Jackie. I'm Erica. And we are continuing with Rob Zombie Months. This is episode 22. And what do you have in that cute little mug? Hold on, hold on. Before we talk about the coffee, we're talking about 31. Oh, (laughs) so sorry. I did not say that. I, I was just, you? I was focused on your mug. So My feline spooky mug? Yes. I Isn't love it that. Appropriate? It's a perfect one for today's episode. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> uh, I'm having some good old Target brand chocolate, or I'm sorry, mocha chocolate. It's the same thing. Yeah. Mocha coffee. Very nice. With some vanilla syrup, syrup? and cream. Very nice. What about you and your stay spooky cup? I am having an iced Coke coffee. Excellent. Or Coke Zero coffee. That's always a classic. With a splash of caramel, salted caramel, Mm -hmm. and uh, some, uh, what do you call the thing? Almond milk. Yummy. So there you go. That's what I'm drinking. All right. Would you like to read the plot? Why, yes. Five carnival workers are kidnapped the night before Halloween and held hostage in a large compound. Actually, they got... Kidnapped on Halloween. Yeah. Well, that's wrong. Anyway, Mm -hmm. at the mercy of their captors, they are forced to play a twisted game of life or death called 31. For the next 12 hours, they must fight for their lives against an endless parade of homicidal maniacs. And boy, are they homicidal maniacs. Ooh, they sure are. They sure are. This was the first time I watched this movie. Same for me. Same for you. I had never actually heard of it. I had heard of it because a lot of his movies, if not maybe all of them, are on Tubi. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I'm trying to look for my <laughs> low-budget found footage movies, right? They, you know, his movies get mixed into all the horror genre, and I saw it pop up, and the, the cover looked interesting to me, and I figured it might have been some kind of, you know, demented <laughs> movie, and uh, Josh recommended this movie. And uh, I got to say, I had a good time with this movie. I am <laughs> frankly shocked. Me too. You haven't always been a 100% Rob Zombie fan. No. Because you've stated that his movies feel too real to you. Yes. And that scares you. Yes. But you didn't feel that way for this movie. No. It was still, I mean, it was... It was brutal. It was brutal. Let's be upfront about this movie is extremely brutal. Yes. There are things that are said that are horrifying. Y- yes. <laughs> that are like, wh- how? How did you come up with this? Right. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Whoa. Sometimes the language was actually worse than the violence. Yes. The language made yeah. me cringe a lot. And that's saying a lot for me. Yeah. It's a bit tough. It was a bit tough to swallow at some points. And I'm not saying that it was the writing. I'm just saying the stuff that was said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) creative though. You gotta get you gotta hand it to him. There's some creative stuff going on. I like Rob Zombie films. I I've always liked them. I have no problem with them. I think I actually like them because I feel that they are more quote unquote crudely realistic. And I think that's why 
if you look at all his ratings, I mean, I'd have to look at all of them, but mm-hmm. his movies get really bad ratings. Yeah. These movies are not for everyone. No, like, they're not. For me, in, for instance, this mm-hmm. is not normally, you know, 10 years ago, right. I would not watch Rob Zombie movies because right. it's, like you said, too real, too gritty, scary to me. But now, I mean, I've watched so many, we've watched so many horror movies that for the violence sake, I'm still standing by. It hasn't affected me as much as I thought because I've seen so much worse. Yeah. Um, but the the language, I think, is still top notch. Yeah. Nothing matches the language in these movies. <laughs> the things that are said, I think he brings <laughs> that to life. Yeah. In a very crude but effective manner. Yeah. Makes you feel dirty. Yeah. Right? Like you need a shower. After, yes, absolutely. So kudos to him to be able to yeah. evoke that in a person watching and listening. Yes. In that sense. Absolutely. He has a way with words words yeah that while they're not exactly something you want to hear it is well done yeah yeah it is so i again i have no problem with rob zombie at all i i like his movies they're very grindhouse-ish yeah yeah if that's did you like this one oh i did okay. absolutely i can't wait to jump into this one and, and the characters then let's let's do it let's hit it off with some movie facts okay i don't have that many nope but here we go here we go with the ratings mm-hmm. rotten tomatoes the critics gave it a 46 percent, and the audience gave it 35 not surprised at all i'm actually surprised by the critics i, I would have thought it would be worse oh okay well there you go Pleasant the audience surprise. Like you said, he's not for everyone. Right. But I have to disagree with him on this. I I would give it a higher rating than this. I would too. And we'll talk about that Mm -hmm. a little further down. Yep. This was released on October 21st of 2016. So this movie's not... Actually, it's almost 10 years old. No. Three years away from 10. Yeah. Anyway, it has a runtime of an hour and 42 minutes. Mm -hmm. Great little time there. And it actually feels really well-paced... It's not too slow. Nope. It's actually really fast, but in a good way. Like the stuff starts right away. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. This is the sad part, I think. Yeah. Personally speaking. So this movie was crowdfunded for him by his fans, and it he got a budget of $1.5 million, but it only grossed $850,419. Wow. That's sad. Yeah, that is. It sucks. Zombie came up with the idea for 31 after reading a statistic that stated that Halloween is the number one day of the year when people go missing for some reason and thought that would make a good premise for a film. I have to agree with this. I've always said this, Mm -hmm. that Halloween, I mean, you can get away with stuff. A lot. Right? When you really morbidly think about Mm -hmm. it. Because everybody's in costume. You don't know what's real. And it's not just the one day. It could be the whole month. It could almost be... Maybe September. It, I don't even I don't know that it could be the whole month, but I think for sure the weeks leading into Halloween. Yeah. People are in disguise because they're going to parties and things like that. So yeah. a lot could happen and a lot could be gotten away with. Absolutely. Such as the house is October built. Exactly. That's always what I think about too. I, I never you know. know that I love that movie. I know. We should watch it on Halloween. We should, definitely. That should definitely. be our Halloween movie. Oh, uh, yeah, for it's sure. A good one. 
uh, those are the only facts I have. And uh, that way we can just go right in. Let's jump into movie observations. Absolutely. Introduce the characters. I will. There were a lot of people in this movie. Yes. A lot. Uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody, but that's fine. Go for uh, it. Okay, so we have, of course, Sherry Moon Zombie, which is who is his wife, and she is Charlie. And the the I'm going to call them contestants or victims, really. Contestants in work. this movie are based on odds because there's gambling yes. going on mm-hmm. on their chances of survival, right? And they are labeled numbers one through five. Mm-hmm. She is number five. Yes. Then we have Jeff Daniels Phillips as Roscoe Pepper. He is number three. Mm-hmm. We have Lawrence Hilton Jacobs as Panda Thomas. He's number one. Mm-hmm. We have Meg Foster, who is Venus Virgo, and she's number two. <laughs> Excuse me. Then we have Kevin Jackson as Levon Wally as number four. Yep. And those are our contestants, one through five, or victims. Yes. We have Richard Brake, excuse me, as Doomhead. Mm -hmm. And we have Malcolm McDowell as Father Napoleon Horatio Silas Murder. What the hell kind of name is that? Who the hell knows? What the fuck? I love it. (laughs) It fits the character that he plays. I I especially like the Horatio. Horatio. Yes. Murder. (laughs) Yes. All right. We start this movie with Richard Brake's character, Doomhead. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So this guy is so gross to me. I feel bad because he might be a nice guy. Yes. But so there sorry, is... sir. Yes. But I don't know, man. This guy. He's repulsive. Ugh. Yes. And I don't just mean physically because he is. The he way is. he's styled. Yeah. Is repulsive, and I think it's the camera angle, the black and white, the black and white at the very beginning. The whole movie is not black and white; just the beginning intro in yes. the movie. Yes, but yes, there's something so like it, yes, he repulses me. Yes, I agree. Go ahead. He's in uh, Barbarian. He's the one. If you haven't watched Barbarian, but he's the one that's holding the person captive, right? And even that, he's not styled gross. Until the end, but he's gross anyway. Yes, because in Barbarian, he was repulsive. The poor guy. I I know. Can you imagine? He probably does. I'm sure he doesn't come across that way. In in maybe not. I mean, hell, he's getting money from it, so maybe maybe he has fun with it. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, it always seems fun to play demented or villainous characters. You have to really be the opposite of you. And you have to be able to invoke that. Look at yeah. what he's invoking. I know. Ugh. Like he's grossing me out as we speak. So does, does that then make him a really good actor? Yeah, I'd have to say yes, especially in this one. Mm-hmm. Because he, we open with him. He's giving this monologue about what a great basically killer he is mm-hmm. to this priest. Right. Or was he, was he actually a priest or was no, he because dressed he up had, for Halloween? No, no, no. I think he may have been um, a religious person. I, okay. I don't know. I thought maybe after the thought, I'm like, maybe he's just dressed up for Halloween. Oh, maybe he was. Because they do this on Halloween. That's right. And But they did mention, he mm-hmm. mentions, Doomhead mentions that he has his wife and yes. daughter somewhere else. Yes. So maybe, yeah, maybe they were dressed up for, for Halloween. Halloween. Anyway, but he's giving this man a whole monologue. He is, it's black and white, so you don't see 
this makeup that he has on, but you know he has makeup on, the the dirty teeth, mm-hmm. he's sweating. Like he's just and his so hair is disgusting. all stringy. Yes. Um he covers his face in that pasty white stuff that like clowns Clown. wear. Yeah. And you can see it on the film. It's so like you can see every tiny little spot. Poor. Yeah. Poor the way the makeup is cracking, that white stuff is yeah. cracking, which is very effective. You know that the dark stuff all over him yeah. is blood. Yes. It's in his teeth. Ugh, that was the worst part for me, the teeth. Yes, the teeth. And <laughs> then when it goes to color, you see it too. Yes. Yes. It's really well done. It's a very monologue. shocking, yes, a very shocking beginning. It actually came across to me as a times 10 Samuel Jackson kind of dialogue like at the beginning of Pulp Fiction mm, only yeah. this was just so repulsive the things that he yeah. says to me made me want to reach through the screen and, and just rip his head off yes basically isn't that horrible well, it worked it did work it was good camera but work. look at what his ability to portray this character does to you the, the audience. audience. Yeah. And great camera work, the close-up. Yes. The detail. So that's how we start the movie. Mm-hmm. And then we meet our- Our crew. Unsuspecting five victims. Now, this tricked me. And I liked that they got me. Yes. I thought. So from what I'm gathering, this group, it's five of them. They're actually, it's actually more than five initially. I think there's six or seven of them. Yeah, because there's them. two extra females in there that yes. are, I mean, let's be honest. They're playthings. Yes. Yes. And they're driving in, this is taking place in the 70s. Mm -hmm. 1976, according to what I read. Yes, this adds a whole other element to it that I think adds to that Mm -hmm. grind, I don't know, what's a graininess, Mm -hmm. griminess to it. They're driving in this van? Yeah. Trailer? Camper van. It's like a camper van. van. Right? From what I'm gathering, I don't know if you got the same idea. I feel like they were carnies. Yeah, they were. They're carnival workers. Okay. So I thought they were the ones... That were going to be? That were going to be hunting people down for whatever they were going to set up. And lo and behold... But we got tricked. Oh, yeah. Which I was happy about. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I guess these are our crew who are re- who are going to be the unsuspecting victims. But no, they're the ones who get yeah. kidnapped. But here's something. In that scene, once it goes from Doomhead into introducing the characters... Yeah. At first, they're kind of, you're like, I don't really like these people. Oh, I can't stand them. They're disgusting. In that in that part. Mm-hmm. But later. Yes. It changes. Correct. Because they're vulnerable, I it, think. That's amazing that he was able to do that yeah. to us watching. Because I couldn't, the minute we met them, I'm like, these people are gross. Because mm-hmm. again, crude language. Yes. They're just like dirty looking they look nasty mm-hmm. i'm thinking they're the killer so right. i automatically put them like all right i don't like you guys because you're you're the villain right right but no they they stop at this gas station and i knew it right away when one of the guys was pumping the gas he gets approached by this really strange looking lady mm-hmm. in booty booty shorts but she's uh, too what old. are they daisy dukes right but you can tell that she's old yeah Older? she's like dress appropriately and, yeah. and and i'm not pushing you not wearing what you want but it 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 came across as it was meant to right which was too vulgar yeah. and yeah to catch your attention because of course it caught his attention the of guy. course it did and uh she was like kind of flirting but i but now knowing and i knew it immediately i'm like oh 
They're they're going to be the victims. She's a decoy. Yes, or yeah. she was the scout, let's right. say. Cuz mm-hmm. I'm sure from what I what you gather with the movie, they have to probably scout people. Right. And they need five contestants, mm-hmm. right? It seems like it's five every year. Right. And uh, she found them. Yeah. So does that mean they followed them? Because how did they know what route these people were going on? I actually think the whole gas station mm-hmm. was a prelude mm. to that. Like that gas station that they stopped at, that old man who was there. Ugh, it was disgusting. He was repulsive on another level. Yeah, he was. And I think that that is a setup. And maybe mm-hmm. that's where they determine, hey, these people are perfect for this. I think one of the rules, we have too many rules, but yeah. there should def- there's definitely this rule, I think, of in horror movies, don't stop at gas stations in the middle of nowhere. They really don't lead to anything good. That's and true. And I feel like that was another, maybe a way, another way of Rob Zombie homaging to old 70s horror where, okay, we're stopping at a gas station. Like Texas Chainsaw. Texas, The Hills Have Eyes. Right. I don't know if it was on purpose, but I felt like it was a, a little thing, a nod of the dangers of stopping at a roadside dilapidated gas station. Yes. And then I think, you get captured or killed. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I don't disagree. He probably did throw it in as a nod. Yeah. Because you know? why choose the 70s, right? This, he made the movie in twenty six or in the 2010s mm-hmm. era. Why are you backdating, right? Why is there always that choice to go back in time to make this movie when you could have made it in modern times. Mm -hmm. You take away technology, which is always, it gives you a sense of security, right? Right. If you have a cell phone, you have a potential to get out of something. something, Right. Right. Or GPS, something's tracking you nowadays Mm -hmm. versus the 70s, there's nothing to save you. You're going to get kidnapped out there, it's over. It is. It is a game changer in the sense that Back, and I think that's why he does it. There's nothing to get you out of it. Right. Because you can think about, let's say, the movie X. Right. Right. That could have taken place today. Right. But Ty West chose to do it in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Why? Because same thing. I think adding vulnerability of how you can survive something without modern technology makes a horror movie a little bit more yeah. terrifying. And more, maybe not as realistic for today, but for back in the day. Right. Because I think now, mm-hmm. I went through that no technology. You did too. Right. But you were maybe too young to really realize it. Yeah. But having been born in the 60s, mm-hmm. obviously I went through that, through the 70s. Hell, I remember when you had call waiting and you had to press yes. buttons on your phone to yes. get it yes. or to do a, a, a party line where everybody's talking together. Yeah, yeah. That was the latest and greatest. Well, remember when caller ID became a thing? Exactly. Couldn't prank call people anymore. No, you and your grandmother could no longer oh, do that. So good. So good. That was fun. <laughs> but yes, when people, you heard right with my grandmother. Yes, my mom had a demented <laughs> sense of humor. She was so funny. She he was very funny. Rest in peace, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go on, Mom. <laughs> um, yeah. So the point is, you're vulnerable. You're exposed. There is no way out. Nothing's going to save you. Yeah. If you happen to find a phone booth out in the middle of nowhere, yeah, which is highly unlikely that it's going to be working, right? It it you're exposed, and you don't realize how. What's the word I'm looking for? How un as unexposed as you are now with all the technology mm-hmm. around you. Yeah. 
I think that's why you have to go back in time mm-hmm. to make some of these horror movies believable and terrifying. Yeah. Although, and then you have the opposite, which is using technology as horror. Yes, which we have we have, we have done Tech November. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm going to miss it this year, but we'll go back to it yeah. at some point. But anyway, super digress. But yeah. I think the choice of making this in the 70s is wonderful because mm-hmm. you have that uh, cat and mouse trap, yeah. right? This is now the cat. They are now the mice. Mm-hmm. They keep driving, thinking they're going to get to their carnival thing. And this is another thing that we should add. Why do you get out of the car? Right. Because they, they're driving at night now, and they get to this road where there's these scarecrows mm-hmm. just randomly blocking the in, road. In the middle of the road, not on the side. Right. Blocking the road. Is that not strange to you? I would have just said, I'm not getting down. I'm turning around. I am backing up and getting the fuck out of here. What is wrong with these people? It's innocence. Maybe that's true. They don't watch horror movies. Probably not. And people don't always suspect the worst (laughs) like we do. (laughs) I would. Because I would. (laughs) Yeah, I can tell you that I am very hyper aware of situations. Yeah. In general. Mm -hmm. Probably because of our podcast. Probably. And we're horror fans, so. Yes. Oh, hey, Ting. So I'm not immune. That doesn't mean that it can't happen. I know. But at least I'm hyper aware or think about, is this really the smart thing to do? Right. So. They clearly. Anyway, that was the trap. Mm-hmm. That was the mouse trap. And they get ambushed. And they get ambushed. Yep. They kill two of the other females. They are now left with the five that you introduced. Right. And they wake up handcuffed to what, like a rail? Yeah. Kind of thing? Something. And we meet Malcolm McDowell. Mm-hmm. We were both shocked. Oh, he's back. Yes. He's been popping up in a lot of movies lately. He's really good. And he's exceptionally good at playing a, a villain yes. Ca- yes. character. Yes. And uh, he's the one that says, all right, you guys are here to play 31. Mm-hmm. You have 12 hours to survive. And uh, he numbers everybody. Based and, on the odds of survival. And uh, go play. But we also meet... Mm-hmm. This is a very weird setup because he's in aristocratic, all of them are yes. in aristocrat, aristocratic clothing. Yes. Like from back in the day. I, I, I think of Napoleon era. Yeah, or Marie Antoinette. Yes, with times. powdered wigs and that exaggerated makeup. makeup. And we're introduced to him mm-hmm. and Sister Dragon and Sister Serpent. Right, yeah. The other, his two counterparts. Mm-hmm. They are so bizarre. They are. Yeah. And you can tell right off the bat that this is rich people. Mm-hmm. With nothing better with to nothing do. nothing better to spend their money on. Go on vacation. Right. I'm pretty sure there are so many places you haven't visited. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you should go on vacation. <laughs> but this goes back to things like Hostel, because Hostel Infinity was Infinity Pool. Infinity Pool. And that make that scares me, because I have a feeling... Stuff like this might be exist. real. Yeah. Because there how can so many movies about stuff like this exist without some ounce of reality that mm-hmm. I can see people being so rich mm-hmm. that they're bored? Yeah. When I worked at a certain company, I'm not gonna say which one, mm-hmm. there was a rumor that an executive of that company was was ultra, ultra rich. Mm-hmm. And they Played hunting games with human beings. Mm. He was known, quote unquote, for that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's disturbing. Now, it wasn't 
that the person was killed, but they were used for hunting. Got it. It was a scenario, mm. a game. I mean, at least that I know of. Right. But that was very disturbing to find that out. And I'm talking about... The 80s? No, this was more at the very... Be- around the end of the 90s, beginning of the 2000s. Mm. Oh, wow. Yes. Interesting. Very. Ugh. Yeah. Well, then, honestly, the world is dark. It sure is. Okay. Darker than we actually see. I think there is a lot of darkness that we don't know about. I don't want to know about it. Mm-hmm. I don't care to ever find out, but... I'm just saying this right now. If I'm ever that rich, I'm just going on endless vacations mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah, and repeating those vacations <laughs> wherever and necessary, shopping and-, <laughs> and just volunteering at an animal shelter. Yeah. Like there's, I don't know, it's just crazy and very scary to know that this really could be out there. But anyway, we do learn that that's what this is. They're yep. rich and they are betting. Mm-hmm against who will potentially win. And from what I'm gathering, or what we, I think, maybe find out at the end, I mean, this whole movie's a spoiler, so it is what it is. I don't think anybody's ever won, meaning survived the night. It seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. And these people, these victims from the the, the Carney group, they're they're in like a maze-light, maze-light? Maze-like setting. Like, yeah, warehouse. big old Maybe it used to be some kind of manufacturing plant or something like that. Yeah. And they're there to defend themselves against these people that they have a first name, whatever it is, Head. Right. Like Doomhead and uh, what was the other one? Um, Oh my gosh, I can't remember. There's a Sick Head. Right. Psycho Head. Schizo Head. Death Head and Sex Head. And then obviously... uh, Doomhead. Right. Is it Doomhead? Yeah. Yes. Doomhead is the, the King Kahuna. Correct. Apparently, he's the one that they bring in when the odds are not working in their favor. Right. Right. Them meaning those demented aristocrats. Find out what happens in this crazy maze after this quick break. All right. They're released into this labyrinth. Mm-hmm. And as we mentioned, they're faced with these different villains. And it feels like every time we get a villain, we lose... One of the contestants, or seemingly. Correct. Some of these people last way longer than I think they should. Mm-hmm. That they've been stabbed. Thank you, Archie. Archie. That they've been stabbed a bit much, yet they're still... Surviving. <laughs> surviving, but, you know, it's a movie. You have to always suspend some some belief. We meet our first villain is Sickhead. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's quite disturbing. I mean, he is the first of them, and it just gets worse. Yes, each... <laughs> Each head right. gets progressively much more demented. Absolutely. He is a Nazi-bearing little guy. Yes, little speaking person. Speaking Spanish. And yes. Which I thought was very strange. Very. And oh my God, is he so incredibly vulgar in his Spanish. Yeah, he is. It, it made me cringe. Yeah. And it's funny because it didn't translate what he was saying. No, it it didn't translate it correctly, but we knew what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. And um, so we meet him and he is brutal. And he, who does he end up killing? He ends up killing... He ends up killing number four. Yeah, that's who, who he ends up killing. And I think it's not until this happens that the group realizes, okay... This is really happening. We are really getting chased mm-hmm. to be killed. And this 
warehouse maze thing is of course nasty and grimy when they end up in this bathroom it's so disgusting it is oh my that it gosh. just adds to the disgust of everything they do end up killing this guy like they really kill him mm-hmm. in the head yes good for them yeah like bang, bang, bang. Oof, oof. and then we meet psycho and schizo head who are chainsaw wielding clowns Right. These people were disgusting they with were, their language. They yes. were they I think they were really bad. Yes, they were I was like, oh, a all right then. Bit over the top. Yes. In the things that they were saying. I think more than the violence, the language really shocked yeah. me. Yes. And I know Zombie adds that to his movies and I understand why, but some of the things were just Yeah. How does this I how did I this know. come to mind? I don't know. I don't know, man. But Anyway, they this was a whole violent scene with the chainsaws and they the contestants get the best of them though. But there's two fights going on at the same yes. time. It's two of the contestants with the chainsaw ones. Yep. And then I think the other two was I can't even remember who it was. It's all melting into itself because yeah. it is a lot going on at once. It is. And they do get out of this uh Charlie, Venus and Roscoe. Roscoe, yeah. Let's not forget that they have, uh, I think, no, before this scene, they have this quote-unquote Last Supper scene. Oh my gosh, (laughs) yes. I forgot about that. That was so gross because it looked like they were eating their friend. Yes. And the (laughs) two guys- Which, how did they do that so fast is beyond me. Yeah. Like, he looked like he had been roasted. I I hate saying that, but- Well, yeah. Panda and Roscoe immediately jump in to eat. And I'm thinking, you guys should not be eating this stuff. Mm -mm. What makes you, I think it's because a human being would not think that you're going to eat a human being, that you're going to be served that. But the two ladies were like, we're not eating this. Well, besides the fact that I would think I am eating human, the first thought that came to my head is, is this poisoned? That's true. Is this laced with something? That would be my knee-jerk reaction. And then- Maybe, possibly, all right, are we eating people? See, the reason the poison didn't wouldn't come to mind is because then it would be game over. True, but you can knock them out a little bit or put them in a twilight kind of thing. To I guess. To then take advantage because they don't want them to win. Of course not. But then not. part of the game is seeing them suffer. Right. But also how they can, how far they can go. Right. I think I that is the lore for these demented people yeah. is how far can a human being go before yeah. they're crushed? Right. Both physically and mentally crushed. Yeah. Because you have to take that into consideration. Yes. This isn't just about what it's doing to you physically. It's what is it doing to your mind? Right. Where does it break? And I feel like, because we've discussed this with zombie movies in particular, or apocalyptic movies, mm-hmm. I feel like the human mind is easy to break. Yeah. Easier than we think it than is. Than we think it is, yes. I do, I've always said it, I always feel like most of us, or most humans are on the edge. All they need is a little push. That little push. Thanks to the Joker, he really uh, put that line out there. He Thanks, did. Heath Ledger. Yeah. All you need is a little push. When he was hanging upside down and telling mm-hmm. Batman that. Anyway. It's a great I love The Dark Knight. I know you do. It's one of my favorite movies. I wonder why. I mean, he helps. <laughs> Christian Bale definitely helps in that movie. He but does. It's a great, I agree. But it's still a great movie. But I digress. Yes, you did. <laughs> you did digress. Anyway, the chainsaw scene is insane. It's it is. It's violent. 
but it's fun. It's like you get a little bit of action mm-hmm. in there because you're like, oh, how are we going to survive this? And and I remember now it's Charlie and Panda are are mm-hmm. battling oh, okay. the, uh, the chainsaw people. Okay. And then Roscoe and Venus mm-hmm. are in that other room. Oh, where yes. they find a the girl, girl called Georgina, who at the very beginning, that guy that Doomhead is mm. literally get, delivering his speech to, yeah. mentions his daughter Georgina. Yes. And she's tied down on the floor. Yes. And they're mm. battling other, other things that come in there, other heads that yes. are in there. Yes. It is a crazy scene. Listen, as, as much as we're saying this movie is demented, yeah. and I hate saying this because- it sounds weird. It was a fun ride in the sense of how it was delivered. I'm not saying seeing that is fun. I'm saying that that it was well done because you're like, what the hell can possibly be next? Well, we're horror fans, okay? That's and true. All horror fans understand what we mean by it being fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Josh recommended this, Josh from HMC Studios, by the way, he said it's a fun movie and it's especially a fun movie for Halloween, like right. to watch on Halloween. Mm-hmm. And once we finish the movie, I'm like, yep. I text him, I'm like, yep, I can see exactly why this is definitely a fun Halloween movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I get it. And I don't think it's not that we are demented. It's just, it's a fun movie. Yeah, I agree. We're horror fans. I That's agree. how it goes. Mm-hmm. There are some horror movies that are... What I call for, you know, an action summer popcorn movie, it's a popcorn horror movie. Horror movie. movie. Yes, it definitely is. But very dark. Oh, but this is, yeah, this is a this is a popcorn different... with like black fudge on it or something. <laughs> yeah. Like the darkness, you know? <laughs> oh, I like that. You That's like that, good. Huh? I like, like that. It's There's butter, but you got to <clears throat> add some darkness in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway, so this scene is very well done because it's, it is very action packed. It's It's tense. And you know what I always think about with anything with chainsaws? How tiring would that be? Yeah. Because that stuff weighs. It does weigh a lot. And smells. It's got to smell like gas. Yes. But these people are wielding it like if it was a bat. Yeah, like if it was a butter knife. Yeah. But that tells you how like these people are so psyched up. No pun pun intended. Yes. Also, I wanted to bring this up. Did they recruit these people? Like, how did they get these people to become the killers? Heads? Right. I want to know. And do I, they have to constantly recruit? Because they got to be, they can't survive every time. What if they were prior contestants? I was, that's where I was going. What if they actually were prior contestants? Which that now one. makes me lead to something at the end. Yes. And I think I know where you're going, but we'll leave it for then. Yes. Anyway, great scene. Uh, now we meet who? Death head and sex head. And this, the sex head is the, that weird lady. From the gas station. From the gas station. Mm -hmm. All these costumes are great. They're so creepy. Yes. The death head. Repulsive, nasty. Yeah. Sexualized. Yeah. These two in particular are very sexualized. And this, well, Rob Zombie, I think, does this. Maybe on purpose, too, because we've talked about how in the 70s, I think particularly, I feel like horror and sex were mixed together. Mixed. Yeah. And they're, they were both seen as taboo or dirty mm-hmm. because you don't do that, right? right? You don't show sex on TV and horror would like exploit it almost. Right. right. And kind of it. like 
that movie that you said you won't watch again from the 70s. Uh, you, oh, God. The Last House on the Left? And I, the original, I right. Spit on Your Grave, which you Ooh, haven't seen. I haven't seen that, no. <laughs> that's along the same lines mm. as that other movie. Oh, God. Yeah. But that's my point. And, and that's what happens in this movie, with, uh, especially with Doomhead. Like, just the sex in this makes it, like, nasty. Like, ew, exploiting it, making it something... Dirty, mm-hmm. right? Like a dirty film Yep. back in the 70s, which also adds to the vibe of why are we making this a 70s yeah. movie? Something I want to I mention is while all this craziness is happening, mm-hmm. the characters, the, vil- the, the victims, not the villains, the yeah. victims, mm-hmm. their characters are built. They're, they're developed. Yeah. You start seeing them differently from when you first see them in that opening scene. Yes. And you start feeling sorry for them. Like, you don't want Panda to die because you like him. Right. But he yeah. does. But he does. But he does. He does. And then, you know, you're left with Charlie and Venus and Roscoe, and you don't want them to die. Like, Venus is like the mom of the group. Right. Right. She even feels sorry for that chick, Georgina. Yeah, she wants and to she, help her. she wants to help her and save her. And that was probably the biggest downfall because she's showing a vulnerability yeah. to these people. Because there's obviously, and I don't know how, but they had cameras and they were watching all this. Of course they were. That's part of the right the fun. The I fun suppose. of it. Yeah. Of quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> Demented fun. But yes, it goes back to what we were saying. You don't like these characters when you meet them. I mean, I didn't. Right. I didn't either. But when they got thrown into this, it's amazing how they just became the complete opposite right. of how they were very confident and being nasty and just being, you know, funny, whatever mm-hmm. on their drive. And then in there, it's like you really saw the human element of, oh my God, I'm vulnerable. This is really scary. How are we and the survival mode? Right. How are we going to get out of this? And how compassionate and, and how yes, teamwork and how compassionate they are with each other. Yes. Because in the opening scene, you don't get that feeling. No. It, it just feels, feels very like- there's a it feels like a lot of animosity but yeah. maybe it's their unit and how they function maybe maybe some people like i have friends that they just argue all day <laughs> but then they're still friends right um it's just part of it it's part of the camaraderie mm-hmm. that that's what you do right and uh but it is nice to see them come together like when panda dies it feels like that was a big yes, blow that was it because they all loved him yeah he was cool he was cool. He's a Jamaican guy, right? But he he held on, man. He, he really held on. He did. I liked Panda. <clears throat> Damn it. That Me sucks. too. Yeah. And, and uh, I liked Venus. She mm-hmm. gets, before we get to Venus, they, they the evil mastermind aristocratic people. <laughs> yeah, the rich peeps. Yes. Yes. They realize that their odds are going down. Yes, they do. Especially with uh, Charlie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they call in. Doomhead. Doomhead. Who mm-hmm. is the character we meet at the beginning? Yeah. Doomhead disposes of Venus. Yeah. Nasty, too. Yeah. Through the stomach. Yeah. Mm. And the way that was shown yeah. was pretty grisly. Yeah. That was pretty rough. He says such horrible things to her. I know. Horrible. I know. I'm not going to repeat any of them. No, I, don't, I mean, I don't have it memorized. Some of them I, I do, want... but I will oh, not no. repeat. No, I won't don't repeat. repeat. I can't. You can I go can't watch bring, it for yourself. I can't bring myself to say such filth I hear from my mouth. Yeah, no, I'm good. But he disposes of her. Yep. 
very quickly. And now it's game on. Mm-hmm. He's taunting Charlie and Roscoe. Yep. And now the game, the chase, the final chase begins. Yes. Charlie makes it. Yeah. Flat out. She makes it out. She, so she literally gets Actually, out. Actually, both of them make it to the outside world, Roscoe and Charlie. But Roscoe is in bad shape because he's already been knifed a couple of times. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But, and he actually sacrifices himself. For her, yeah. For her, for her to get out. Because there's yeah. like this, I don't know what the hell it is, but it's this big steel thing that I guess runs into the sewer system yeah, underneath it. probably. Mm-hmm. And he's telling her, you need to go. He yeah. was. He knew he was going to die. Yeah. He was bleeding out he everywhere. He was the character where I'm like, you should have been dead a long, a time, long ago. time ago. But I the same know. thing was for Panda because yeah. Panda got shot and stabbed and all kinds of stuff, yeah. I think. I think so. I think. I, I, I just don't even know There's anymore. a lot of stuff going on. But Roscoe, <laughs> we think he's dead at one point and he's not. Yes. We really thought he was. But he sacrifices himself yes. for her. Mm-hmm. And he shuts her down. Here comes Doomhead for him. Yeah. Yeah, he disposes of him. Mm-hmm. She literally gets outside. Mm-hmm. She's to walking the world, outside. The outside. Daytime. It is now what November first, I right. presume. Right. She goes into this. I don't know. The town's a. It's like a little abandoned farm town. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. She goes in to one of the houses and she sees this puppet show that's going on, which was at the gas station. Mm-hmm. But Doomhead shows up right behind her. But he can't do anything because the game literally ends right. as he gets there. Right. So technically. Because she got out. Because she got out. The aristoc- aristocrats. I can't say that word. Mm. The evil people. Yes. Have called the game off. Yeah. As he's about to kill her. Yeah. She won. She won the game. Yes. And he walks. He seemingly walks, walks away. away. Gets in his van and drives off. Yes. And she walks out and is limping down a dirt road. Mm-hmm. As this is happening, as the movie is ending, you're watching her walk away all nat. Oh, God. She needs a super shower. Yeah. You see these aristocrats. Right. Right. They're all dressed up for Halloween, mm-hmm. seemingly. Get dressed in like normal, normal people. everyday clothing. They take off the makeup. They hang up their stuff. They get dressed and leave. Yeah. Like nothing. Like nothing. Like all these think, people did not die because of your twisted little yeah. fucked up minds. And I don't know, I wasn't at the end, but at some point when they are in the in the midst of all this betting, they're not betting hundreds, thousands. No. They're betting millions. millions. One of them even backed out and didn't want yes. to play anymore. One of them doubled. Right. And that's when I said, I'm like, listen, give me that money. Exactly. I could use I could use it. Yeah. And not kill people. Right. <laughs> It's so demented that mm-hmm. that's probably like a hundred bucks for these people. Yeah. It's insane. It, it is. It, it adds a layer of horror. It actually adds a layer of absolute revulsion. Yes. It's disgusting. Yep. And terrifying. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's happening. She's walking and here comes Doomhead. I'm going to call him Doomface. Doomhead <laughs> in his van. It's playing Dream On, which is very interesting to me mm-hmm. that they play Dream On. He faces her. He busts out with his knives because I guess knives is his weapon of choice. I think he does, right? Yeah. Yes. He comes out with both. They're both staring at each other because mm-hmm. they're going to face off. And the movie ends. But wait. They they show Charlie because she looks at him. Mm-hmm. And they pan down her body. Yeah. And you see her fist 
her hand. Mm -hmm. Like, she's ready for an all-out physical fight. Yeah. He, of course, takes out two switchblade knives. Yeah. Which I think is unfair. Well... If you're going to if you're going to battle somebody to the end at this point, yeah. put it down, grow a pair, yeah. and do it one on one, and let's see right. what really happens. Yeah, because that's kind of like in in sports or whatever, not sports, sorry, like in hunting or that kind of stuff where the animal's out there, but you got a gun, right? You know, it's kind of the same, and that, but I that's how the movie ends. Yes, we don't know the outcome mm-hmm. and. As we've said on this show many times, there's a right time and place for an open-ended ending. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's annoying. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's enraging. I think this is the right time and place for it because I think it's fun to theorize what happens here. I Honestly, my first instinct was that he's gonna like recruit her as... I didn't think about recruiting her as one of the killers, mm-hmm. but like he wants her basically mm-hmm. as like a, a mate <laughs> or something. Okay. Like that they were going to work together mm-hmm. from then on. But now thinking about where do they collect these villains for the next year, I'm wondering if that's part of the plan or then there's the obvious that they're going to face off and one of them's going to lose. But here's the thing. And I agree with you. There are so many options to this end. I actually yeah. like this end. Yeah. That's what makes it fun. As we were talking, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he couldn't if he couldn't let it go that she beat him. Yes, I agree. So, mm-hmm. but does that also mean that now he's demoted, mm. quote unquote, in their whatever crazy ass hierarchy that is? Yeah. Hmm. And... Let's just say going with what you said, what if they recruit her? Because by now her mind is fractured. Yes. She seemed throughout the movie, I'm not saying enjoying it, Mm -hmm. but I felt like she was good at it. Yes. She had a particular skill. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So. That's a good point. Did he want to get rid of her, eliminate her so that she couldn't take his place? Because he's being paid a lot of money. Yes. We hear we gather. it. Yes. They when the evil people call him. Yeah. He they double his fee. And right. he even said I wasn't planning on re- on working for another year. Right. So how much money is he paid? Exactly. To ho- to take off a whole year because mm-hmm. this is only happening on Halloween. Right. So He's getting quite, he's getting millions, I would say. I would think, so. this isn't a $100,000 payout. I don't think so. This is more into the millions. Yeah. Hmm. Now, there is one thing, and I know I'm going to digress just a little bit, go back, but I am I had to look this up. Mm-hmm. When they tell him to back off, they say that she is the first person to win 31. Okay, so I wasn't wrong. Then no. She is the, so then they are recruiting, how are they recruiting these people? Right. I mean, is I mean, you can't put a job application. Sure, you can in go Indeed. into Indeed and put in a you know fucked up person needed to mutilate human beings and be part of our once a year crew. Work one day, rest the rest. Right. Hmm. Interesting. So they are recruiting these kind of people. I'm wondering, and this but, is going outside this movie. Are they work? Are are they socializing in some kind of? fucked up demented social circle where this is acceptable and they all talk about it wasn't there a scene 
I think it was with the clowns mm-hmm. because when the the chainsaw clowns because when they were on the verge of death or was it the other one one of them said we're just being forced to do this. You're right. He hmm. did one of them did say that. Yeah. How and why? But how? What do they have are these people that they have something over? Mhm. So this is their only way to maybe they're in like super debt or something. Man, I'd rather go to jail for being in debt than doing any of this. I know. Me too. That there, there is nothing that you could hold over me. I don't care what it is. Even yeah. if I murdered somebody and got away with it, but you know, yeah. I'd rather go to jail than do this kind of stuff right, or right. get, you know, electrocuted or, yeah, you know, yeah. execution, whatever the thing is, <laughs> electrocuted. Oh right. my God. I know what you mean. I'd rather do that than do this. So right. these people are handpicked. Interesting. Hmm. So who wins the battle here in your mind? Well, uh, realistically, I would think it's him. He has weapons. Mm -hmm. But I want her to win. I Uh, want her to be the next Doomhead (laughs) at this point. Actually, I think she beat him. Yeah? Because he got overconfident. Mm. And when you get overconfident, you get sloppy. True. Because now I think it's what... It could be what you're saying. He didn't want to let this go. He's like, Think oh, of, no way this bitch won because the, over me. The possibility is that he's going to not get the prime because he's only called in for this. Right, right. For this Double. kind of stuff. Hmm. Interesting. So what if in his mind he's like, oh, no, I'm not letting you go and take my job. Right, right. Job security. Exactly. <laughs> get Eliminate the competition. Exactly. Exactly. Just on a really freaking demented level. Yeah. I do. I personally do think he wins, but I would prefer that she does. I honestly so do not she, think so he, he does. So that he can come down. I don't think he does. I no. think she gets the best of him. Nice. Nice. I really do. Plus, she survived a whole night with a halter top. How yeah. And no boobs coming out. No. No. The string didn't untie. I nope. Mean, she, damn. She got a good knot. Yeah. On that. <laughs> yeah, she does. Damn. I don't know how she kept that up. Even her hair stayed pretty. Her hair looked very nice. Yeah. It wasn't affected by frizz or sweat. <laughs> Only girls would notice this shit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and she kept both her shoes on. No, she didn't lose any shoes <laughs> with her bell bottoms. Yep. I will say that lady has a really nice body. She sure does, man. She's she in really great does shape. Yeah. For being like, because she has. More of an athletic build, like mm-hmm. she was walking towards the camera at the end because yeah. I mentioned it. Yeah, she, but she has she had that cute little waistline. She has a waistline and for some being hips. A very, uh, so skinny girl. Yeah, well, not athletic, skinny. She's slim. She's tall. Yeah, right. like yeah, because she has like a model. That's what I'm thinking. Model straight body, mm-hmm. but she doesn't. Like, no, she has the little curve going yeah. on. Yeah, good for you, Sherry. <laughs> I see you. You go, girl. You go, girl. I saw her on Facebook with a kitty, so I guess she likes cats. I appreciate that. Well, let's also mention that they are vegans. Yes, they are. Which is very ironic to this. Listen, uh, Mark and I talk about this all the time from Elm Street that we're not scary people, horror fans. No. We just like, you know. We just like being scared. And we like being scared. (laughs) We're still normal people. Somewhat. You know? Sure. We still like things like ice cream and Disney movies. And cats. Yeah. Dogs. You know. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) 
great movie. Um, I would watch this again. I would Me actually too. love to watch this on Halloween. I can see this mm-hmm. and things like uh, Houses October Built. Like this is a very fun Halloween season movie. I we hope you check it out if you haven't checked it out and you're into this. Uh, disclaimer like this is not for everybody kind of like terrifier terrifier is not for everybody because this is gore land yeah Yeah. Uh, i'm proud of myself for living through gore when you told me you watched terrifier i had not seen it and then i watched it i think i texted you right after and said you watched this yeah this i haven't seen terrifier 2 yet i I have that in my list of things to watch but this, yeah, this was Mark's fault because Mark. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Yeah, I don't know what he said. Well, one he was like, "I can't believe you haven't watched this." I'm like, "Yeah, well, I don't like gore," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, well, there's like a crazy death mm-hmm. in Terrifying, and there is, and there is." And I was like, "Well, now I'm now you're curious. morbidly curious." Yes. yes, like how could it be worse than something in Saw? Because that say. is all body horror. It is, and Terrifier Two is. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, uh huh. But I was very surprised too. I was like, oh. Oh, my. All right. Well, I lived. I moved on and I slept. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say I applaud you for being open to watching it. Yes. And letting go of, I'm not going to say dislike because you don't hate the guy. But no, I don't hate him. But it just wasn't your cup of tea film. Right. But now you're actually curious to see the ones that are coming up. Right. So, right. so that'll be interesting. It, it will. I, you know, I'm, I'm proud of myself, too. I've, I've let go of a lot of horror uh, I guess, I don't know what's the right word. Being closed. Mm-hmm. To Closed-minded some, to some genres to within, sub-genres, genre. sub sorry, within sub, horror. Exactly. All right. Let's head into our categories. Yeah. First up, I forgot. It's sound and movie. Sound and movie. <laughs> I didn't have my outline. I should have that memorized. That's bad of me. You should. Sorry, everyone. Sound and movie. There was a lot of music in this movie. There was a lot of great Old school music. Yes. From back in the day. Which added to it. And mm-hmm. it kind of gave you comfort at the beginning and then it just all went downhill. And then even throughout the maze scene or throughout this 31 competition, uh, they added some like rock music. Mm-hmm. Because uh, he also, I believe, was a, an, had a hand in the music production. I'm sure he did. And I thought it was great. I think ending with Dream On, I don't know what that... I'd have to think, but I thought it was great to end. I feel like Dream On, I mean, I'm an Aerosmith fan anyway, but mm-hmm. I feel like that song is like so 70s. Yes. But it's so great. It's an anthem almost it for is. that era. I don't know what it is. And there's so many songs of the 70s that I absolutely love, but mm-hmm. that's definitely one of those that I yeah. could get behind any day. In a way, that's almost... Does that tell us just dream on thinking that she's going to get away? Win. Or yeah, dream or on. Get away. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It could be a both. For him, it's dream on, bitch. You're not getting away. Right. And she's like, dream on, buddy. I just survived. So like the end, it's it could go either way yeah. with that song. Interesting. But there were a lot of great 70s music yeah. going on here. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. All right. What about our best scene? Wow. <laughs> It's a toughie, huh? Yeah, it is. I like the chainsaw scene. Really? There was so much chaos going on. And even though the language, I mean, like we've mentioned 20,000 times, the language was beyond crude. At the same time, 
it made me laugh mm-hmm. because it's so astonishing that you can come up with this and mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. That- well, the whole scene was because two yeah. guys with chainsaws are beaten down by two people with pipes or bats right. or whatever the hell they had. Right. It was great. You know, it, it's still, this is also still kind of a hidden underdog where mm-hmm. you don't think you're going to survive with sticks and bats and right. you just defeated two guys with <laughs> two power chainsaws, you know? Yeah. That's uh pretty intense if mm-hmm. you ask me. But uh, I really like that scene because of what was going on. You got the vulnerability of Venus with that girl. So it added humanity. I thought the two chainsaw guys were ridiculous and funny and, and very scary at yeah, the same time. They were. The action of it, you didn't know who was going to survive, added some intensity, and uh, it was just a satisfying scene mm. in the movie. Mm. What about you? My favorite scene is at the end with Roscoe and Charlie. Okay. Where he makes the decision to sacrifice himself for her. Like, nice. I feel that that's the, the ultimate you can do. That is. Did and he it, like her? Who? Did Because... Wasn't Charlie with Panda? Yes. I have a feeling that Roscoe, is it Roscoe? Yeah, Roscoe. Likes Charlie. I, I think he does, but as a sister. I don't think he sees her no? in that way. Oh, okay. I didn't get that feeling. I, I think familial? He, I think he was very protective of her. Maybe okay. I'm wrong. Maybe there mm. was that, but. Okay. There was this, it was, it was horrifying, but it was a tender scene at the same time. Yeah. He wanted her to live, to save her. Yes. And you would do that for a family member that mm. you love very much, yeah, I think. that's true. So okay. that scene, because of, in the midst of this horror, yeah, there was feel, there were feelings, there was sensitivity, yep. there was compassion, there was empathy. At the right times. Yes. So and that's, it didn't feel cheesy. No, and it did not feel cheesy right. at all. And then to go on to the f- scene that follows it, and Roscoe gets killed. Yeah. Agree. By uh, whatever his freaking head is. Yeah, doom head. Yeah. (laughs) Nasty. Mm -hmm. Best character. Wow. (laughs) I am tied between two. Go for it. And it's Roscoe and Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like Roscoe a little bit more. Me too, because I think his acting was better. I'm going to go with acting. His acting was better. Yeah. So you know what? I'm going to just go with that. Now that I said it out loud, I'm going to go with Roscoe. Yeah. I thought he was... I mean, he was strong because he survived for a very long time. Yes. I think the sacrifice at the end was that touch of humanity that Mm -hmm. you needed a -hmm. little bit in this movie. And that you didn't see at the beginning. Because at the beginning, I couldn't stand him. Yeah, he was nasty. When they're in that camper van and they're all talking, but they're all all nasty to each other. They were all nasty to each other. But then you see the other side of them. Right. And I think he portrayed it the best. One One of the best. And I feel like he... Was Charlie is definitely the leader. She's tough. She's tough, but I also felt like he was one of the leaders of the group that held it mm-hmm. together. Together, yeah. Um, and it was unfortunate that he had to die, but yeah. I understand why. Mm-hmm. Now, best unlikable character, a character you love to hate. I'll start because I see you kind of suffering over there. I'm not. I'm oh, actually not. coming to a conclusion, but go ahead. I'm actually going to choose Andy McDowell's character. Not Andy McDowell. <laughs> Malcolm. Is that the model? Yes. Oops. <laughs> Andy, where did that come from? Malcolm McDowell's character. Mm-hmm. Because he's not in it that long. He's probably in this movie like- 10 minutes? Five minutes, 10. At max? Total clock time. Yeah. But I hate him. 
but I love it because it's insane. And I think, I really think stuff like this could happen. And I think he portrayed that so well, but he was so polite at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's demented that it was scary he was that he was that. that polite. Yes. And then as the actor, I think he did a really good job in that small role. And it's just a little touch of him that was perfect with the with the British accent mm-hmm. and the clothing and the grandeur mm-hmm. of it. Yes, is what really made the character and the odds. So I, but I hate him because yeah. I have a feeling he's the creator of this. Maybe. Yes, I believe he is the lead in this little group. And uh, if it wasn't for him, this wouldn't happen. Correct. What about you? I want to say Doomhead, but I don't like his character. Like, I don't even even love to hate him. I just flat out hate him. Same. I'm going to say the aristocratic group Mm. as a whole with McDowell as a leader because the three of them, I just wanted to throttle them. Yeah. The women were awful but of the three of them he would take the lead here he would be the number one leader ring leader the ring leader now as a runner-up of the of the heads yeah i'm gonna say that the one at the beginning he i love to hate him sick head or something yeah okay i love to hate him now secondary characters that i really liked i'm gonna in my in order and i know that i'm going off topic here Mm -hmm. is venus and panda they're kind of up there together venus had Mm -hmm. that motherly thing even though you maybe don't see it at the beginning but i felt for her yeah you do though because even though it's not it's not motherly in the (laughs) standard situation but she was i guess teaching the the other two girls who end up dying right she's teaching them I guess, whatever part of that carny life mm-hmm. kind of thing. Right. So, yes, she is the mother role yep. of this group. Yep. What character would you play? Oh, my God. This one's hard. Do you want to start? I would be Charlie. I would love to play a tough girl and get out of it and still be wearing my halter top. I Not that I would wear a halter top. With but great looking hair. With fabulous hair. And mm-hmm. lashes, because she has lashes on yeah. in this movie, because mm-hmm. it's a movie. So mm-hmm. uh, I would choose Charlie, though. I would love to play a tough heroine, because it's always fun. Yeah. It's fun, because you don't, I think, you, when you look at her, you're like, ah, she's not going to make it, and she does. You? I would play Horatio. Oh, my God. Which I is so the, see that. the Malcolm McDowell. Not Andy? Right, not Andy, <laughs> of the aristocrats. Yeah, I can see that. Totally. I liked what I liked was I don't like what he's doing, but I like the grandeur which which he speaks. Oh, I know, I know you would love to do that. Yeah, and wear the costume. Yes, I yes, that is what I not not the yeah. role that he plays, but yeah, I like that. I love I the way he talks. Oh, I've had a feeling, talk. but he's a great actor, at least yeah, in my is. opinion, he is. he is. Does this movie hold up? Well, it was our first watch, but yes, it holds up. It does because I would watch it again. And because it's all practical effects, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, technically nowadays, I feel like any movie past five years old is old. Yeah. Especially with technology and stuff. Yeah, but not this one. This one will age well because it's set way back in the day. Yeah. And when when we see technology in movies now, horror movies, it does. We've we've commented a couple of movies where the technology aged it wrong. Yes. It went wrong because of that. Correct. And it's smart to not do it with technology because it it becomes timeless. Correct. 
So. And the the effects are fantastic. Yeah. Like everything looks real. Like yeah. nothing. Because there are some gore movies, like even in Terrifier, I think maybe that's why it didn't freak me out too much. Mm -hmm. I mean, it did. Yeah. Right? But at some point it looks like a doll. Right. Or know? it looks like latex or a right. prosthetic or right. something like that. Kind of like in the Evil Dead, the original. Yes. When the chick sticks her hand out from the cellar, you really see that the it's glove. a glove. Right. Right. So... So, you know, but this movie, like, everything looks pretty real. Yeah. It's pretty legit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Now our seven rules. These are our seven rules on how to survive a horror movie. We apply these rules as we watch the movies and see how many rules are broken and if it increases or decreases chances of survival. Mm -hmm. I will start us off. Please do. Rule number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four, don't go upstairs in the basement attic outside of your camper van. Rule number five, why are you going in there if it says don't enter, looks abandoned. Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board or seance. I have splitting up. I mean, they because they split up in the maze, but I mean, it is what it is. And uh, you could argue, yeah, don't, don't get out of your car. Yeah. Don't, don't go that was mine. outside of your car if there's... Scarecrows in your way. In the middle of the road. Out of nowhere. And it's creepy. And it's Halloween. Yes. And Just people are insane. Just turn around. Yep. So two rules are broken. And uh, well, everyone died. Except, well, I guess you could argue we don't know. A a most of the most. heads died. All of, all of yes. them except Doom died. Right. And all our main, all our, I'll try saying that again. Our characters are. All of them died except for one. Yes. Number five, Charlie. So a lot of people. Lots of death mm -hmm. in this movie. Scream a word. How many times does Erica, me, scream in a movie? <laughs> I put one out of five. I'm pretty sure I screamed once because something jumped, not jumped out, but I think it was more noise related. I didn't even notice. Now I don't even know. Oh, well, we're leaving we'll it We'll leave one. it at that. We'll leave it at one. And last, but certainly not least, ratings. Mm -hmm. How many cups of horror... Do we give this movie on the count of three? One, One two, two, three, seven six, four, and a five. half. Wow. You really put it up there, girlfriend. I did. I actually enjoyed it. And now that we talked about it, it was going to be a six when we first started. Mm -hmm. But I gave it a, set, a seven and a half because you talking it. about it, I realized that I actually, and wanting to watch it again, yeah. I had to elevate it nice. a point and a half. Excellent. All right. It's not an Academy Award winner, and no. I really don't give a shit about that. It entertained me. Yeah. It brought out a lot of emotions, mm -hmm. and I want to see it again. So yeah, totally. that's my criteria. Totally watch it again. Yeah. We did watch this on Amazon, part of our Amazon subscription. You can also watch this for free on Tubi, Redbox, Vudu, and Pluto TV, and you can rent it on Apple TV. Excellent. All right. That. Any final thoughts? Uh, no. It's a fun movie. I'm gonna I actually I do have a final thought. If like Erica, you had your reservations about Rob Zombie movies, mm. I think you should give this a chance. Give it yes. a try. I agree. I agree. It's a fun time. Mm -hmm. I will definitely watch it again. Would definitely, especially during Halloween season, which mm -hmm. we are in right now. So it's completely appropriate. Highly yep. recommend, especially if you're into gore, because there are people who are very much into their gore heads. Mm -hmm. uh, this is definitely... No pun intended. <laughs> gore head. Yep. Uh, you know, this is, I think, definitely something for you. And uh, coming up next, we are reviewing 
Rob Zombie's Halloween. Oh, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Can't wait to do that one. Me too. It's been a while since I've seen it. I remember I watched it at the movies, liked it then. I've watched it a few times after. Always liked it because I love the backstory. Can't wait to revisit this and... uh, Talk about it. Here's some more crude language, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, some violence and uh, some good old Michael Myers backstory. Yeah. Great. That's a wrap on 31. Thank you for joining us today on Horror Cafe Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. You can also check us out on YouTube at Horror Cafe Podcast and Gaming, where we have some short videos, short reviews, and you can watch me play horror games. And you can also visit us at horrorcafepodcast.com, where you can learn a little bit about us and also listen to our podcasts. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That'll really help us out. You can also choose to support the podcast with a monthly contribution. The link to this and everything else we've mentioned are in the notes section of the episode. And in the meantime, stay spooky. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.